Welcome to the Over the Line Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Papa, Jinx, and Buddha. And sometimes B-Man. I am the man. And Tall Tom. I think B-Man needs to go full on like Macho Man. All right, so we have a lot of people sometimes. Let's just get started. Over the Line is brought to you exclusively by Melinda Road Studio. For all of your audio editing needs, contact melindarode.com. M-A-L-I-N-D-A dot com. It's the OTL Podcast. It is Saturday, August 29th. Two more hours. 2020. I am here with Muckernaut. And he's the only one here. That's it. Because he's the only one committed. So, vested. Vested. So he's the only one vested. So anybody else that wants to be vested, they show up to the next podcast, OTL podcast. Get your ass here. We got nine-year-olds telling us we need to go make money (laughs) on our podcast. We got other motherfuckers. Disclaimer. We say weird stuff. We got other motherfuckers telling us we're helping them win them championships. You need to listen to the OTL podcast. There's my podcast roll. We help you win. We man. help you win. He's a helped us win. Bukowski. Bukowski can vouch for us. Bukowski got vouch for us, buddy. We helped him win the championship. I mean, my other cousin, Phil, he listens. He does pretty good in fantasy football, too. He's a good guy. So, all right, let's do beer preview. And I don't I don't jinx you anymore. My picks are actually pretty good. Yeah, Malkin knows what the fuck he's talking about. Oh, I get to do beer preview this week because I picked. My, I do have to go out on a limb here. My very favorite beer. Really? This is my very favorite beer. Really? This it it is here. This is Toppling Goliath. This is the King Sue. This is, I had it last July, I believe, was the first time I had it. And I have not, I have not had anything better. Ooh, it smells juicy. The only thing that has ever really compared to it was Six Point had a hazy IPA that I had on tap. And that was fucking delicious. Really? Yeah. But, I mean, you guys already know my opinion. I don't even care because it's just so good. And I want to promote Toppling Goliath because they're, like, taking over the world. They're out of Iowa. I was just about to say, where are they from? Yeah, they're out of Iowa. They, they, anything I've actually ever had from them has been delightful. They focus on IPAs. Um, hazy style? Hazy style. Uh, they have a lot in this series of the Sioux. Um, they have a Sadu Sioux. They have a Mosaic Sioux. They have... A lot on this series, and they're all very good. So, so they're all just different styles of hops in the same. In, in this line, yes. In and the then they have, okay. yeah. Then they have other styles of IPA. Um, I think I've had a Pilsner from them. Maybe I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on that. But do cheers. all do all their cans have mm. uh have different uh, dinosaurs on them? On the Sioux, yes. Because I'm loving the T Rex. Mm-hmm. Love the T Rex. I'm all like shaky, Mo. Can you see me? I know. I'm you're all, all shaky. Yeah. You're all excited from the first, from the yeah, from the from the, from the first roll. Yeah. And I do have something I want. I do want to bring up. It's not gonna take me long, but um, last week we did bring it up on our episode. I did have a short, a, a little short spurt where you know I went NBA uh, last week, a couple weeks ago, NBA, uh, MLB, and I went you know BLM, Black Lives Matter, um, kind of. As a statement, as, you know, something lighthearted at the time. 
But with recent events this past week, um, I think it's just, you know, since we have a platform, I, I would like to, you know, just kind of say my piece on the matter. Being a black man in America, um, you know, this, this isn't a political stance. You know, this isn't a movement. This isn't, this isn't something that you, you get to ignore, or at least I get to ignore, um, and really choose to uh, decide whether you're going to deal with the issue or not, you know? Not everybody in this country has that option, and I think that's what a lot of people need to understand. Um, you know, nobody's saying that anybody's lives matter than any, more than anybody else's. I think that's another thing people need to understand. It's about getting to a point of equality that we're obviously not in right now. Um, the recent uh, events of the Jacob Blake shooting um, happened in Wisconsin, a state I consider part of my home. My grandfather was born there. Um, my mother was born there. Um, and it really is, just, it's emotional. It really just, it sucks, and it's something I've dealt with my whole life. It's something that's always on my mind when something seems off. It's the first thing, you know, and that's just the way it is, and that's the way I've always felt, and that's what something I've, you know, have to deal with, but it's time to not deal with that anymore, you know? It's time for everybody to really just understand and realize and listen. And that's really all the time I want to take on the matter. Um, I think it's just important for anybody with a voice to use that voice and for basically just everybody else to listen. Yeah, listening is the biggest part. I think you gotta listen, you gotta learn, you gotta educate yourself. And like with you, the one thing you brought up is what I think it's, it's huge. And you said it's not, a it's not a political issue. It shouldn't be a political issue. It should be a human issue. Mm -hmm. It should be an issue of just wanting respect and equality for everybody. So, yeah. so that's how the OTL podcast feels. Black Lives Matter. Burr, burr, burr. And yeah, we don't really get too deep that often, but I think that was important. Yeah. And Especially in recent, with light of recent. Yes, exactly. And other big events that happened recently... We had our draft. It was so much fun. We had. Who was, well, it? The, the first, was it? The first draft was fun. All right, Muckin. I want Muckin. I have on the agenda here draft recap, all caps. Muckin draft recap. All right then. So, uh, as most of you guys know, this was my first time go. Uh, I brought. I was brought in last year to go into the minors, the over the line league, and then this year I was brought into the majors. So. Before the, before the draft, we had our owners meeting where mm -hmm. I got to pick my six players, which yep. I was pretty happy with. I was actually pretty happy with the six players that I got. Then, last week, draft fest, get to finish everything, get to get all my, all my players, see how my team really looks. I'm pretty happy with it. I'm pretty in the happy majors? With, in the majors, yeah. Right. Pretty happy with it. Pretty happy with how I ended up going. Okay. I actually traded my first round pick right. to... The 1.6. 50-50 pip. Yep. And uh, I got Todd Gurley. All right, yeah. Little bit... I'm not going to say it was a little bit of a reach. It was a little bit of a risky move with his arthritis in his knee. Um, but it's like a seventh round pick. It's a seventh round pick. Right. I'm getting Todd Gurley, who could potentially be a top 10 running back this year, right. for a seventh round pick. Right. 
And so, we, we've talked about how much we love that Falcons offense this year. Exactly. So I'm, I'm big on girls. I, so. I really loved that trade because what 50-50 boom guy ghost asterisk did was <laughs> he went and he saw where other players were drafting. He, he got a feel of the room. You know, that's kind of what I did yeah. for, for the first like, couple hours pre-draft. He's trying to make some trades. We were in the war room, trying to make some trades. There was a lot of people yeah, trying to make we trades. were. Oh, it was it was good. It so, was I have a very flashy style, as you could assume. Like I, I, I like to just do it right in front of everybody. I like to just show everybody this is what I'm doing, and Here's you guys can deal hands. with it. Yeah. yeah, here it is. But then. I like that because then it kind of gauges everybody else out because then I'm like, all right, but some people don't like the flashy style and you kind of just treat that situation differently. But, um, yeah, I love the war room. I love feeling it out. And so what boom guy was able to do, he felt out the room and then he was able to take the player that he wanted, which was Henry Ruggs before he knew anybody else was, I mean, Henry Ruggs was going to go, um, between angry Tom, angry Tom said he was his favorite B man. I traded my uh, for my 1.8 and 1.10 to B-Man for his 1.3 and his 2.5, um, and he wanted to go receiver. So, you know, Boom Guy realized that, you know, in order to get the guy he wanted, he moved up. Muckin realized that at the sixth spot there, he, Muckin did a lot in the same. He was like, one, two, three, four, five rookie running backs. Do I want Ronald Jones? Do I want Carryon Johnson? Do I want Keyshawn Vaughn? No, I no. want Todd Gurley. I, 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 I wanted a running back. I wanted either one of the rookie running backs or I wanted to put myself in the position where I could get a like running back. Like a running back one or yeah. at least a running back 2A and then you have Ingram and you have Michelle who just came off the PUP to complement that. And I think I, I really like where everybody's head was going into this draft. I think it was a good draft. Um, so a little behind the scenes. Oh, so um, no. Oh, wait. We got to continue on to so, Do you behind the scenes, and then we'll continue so on to a draft day. A little bit. A little draft bit days. Draft days. A little bit, um, <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah, it took, it took longer than we thought. <laughs> so a little bit behind the scenes about that girly trade. Pip actually texted me a week earlier yeah. saying, uh, you want girly for that number one pick? Yeah. And I was like, nah, man, I'm going to hold on to my number one pick. Then I actually looked into the players, and I was like, I don't know. Maybe I should have taken it. All right. I wonder if he's still – and then – I kind of like felt out like how he was feeling, and he was trying to give that away to other people. Right. You know, and then he looked at me, and I was like, "I'll do I, it right now." I, and, I, and I was like, "I might want to do it. Give me a second to think about it." So I right. took like a half hour to think about, it and I was like, "Yo, you want to do it?" And he was like, "Hold on, I got to hold." <laughs> so I gave him until. So oh my god, you're like, really getting fifty-fifty. I was yeah, I real I gave him until like right before the draft. And it was probably about like 15 minutes before the actual draft. Wow, happened. yeah, that's crazy. I went in there. I was like, "So what do you want?" He was like, All right, I'll do it. So we shook. 15 on it. minutes. Yeah, I was. I was yeah, so no, like an girly, the guy I wanted. Uh, uh, up to like an hour before the draft, I had like um, Cook on the table. I was trying to get Derrick Henry. I was trying. I thought you were. Gonna I get was Derek trying. Henry. I thought I was too until I asked for his first round pick because yeah. I thought about it. I really, I don't trust them knees. I don't. If he has another 400 touch season, I don't like what happens to him after. I tr I trust those knees for one more year. Right. I give I give I give uh, Derrick Henry one more year. If you got Derrick Henry out there, if you have him and you're not going to the playoffs this year, trade him. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, especially yeah in dynasty league, that's the move. Yeah. But I 
had the 1.3 pick. I was knew, knew I wasn't going to be able to move back, move up. I was willing to trade it away, and that's what I was going to get for Derrick Henry. But when you're looking at it, it's like, why would at that? When am I going to have an opportunity like this again? You know, yeah. like it's a lot like um, like the Seahawks trade for Jamal Adams. You know, when am I going to have an opportunity again to get a running back this good, except for a waiver wire or, or trading an asset? Like, I've already traded. Like, That's all I've traded thing, yeah. is Melvin Gordon and picks. Like, I traded a, a running back who's definitely on the down slope. He's not headed towards his peak, except for maybe this year. This year might be his best year ever. Yeah, I think and so. And if, if it is, but... And then I knew I knew I was going to get Dobbins at that pick. And Dobbins with Lamar Jackson, with that Ravens offense, which is still trending up... I felt like it was stupid not to. Yeah. Do you know what? what oh, continue. With, we're still going on draft days. Yeah. Draft Come on. Let's go, Morgan. Continue. So. We do the Majors draft. So the, the Majors draft, Majors draft went well. Uh, we had to go on Zoom to pick the, what was it? The last The last picks? four rounds, yeah. The last, the, the last four rounds. Sleeper what, didn't have them in there. Because Sleeper didn't have them in there. It doesn't let us have 14 rounds, only 10. Which was fine. It was it, smooth. It, it, yeah, it, it was smooth. It ended yep. up working out very well. Hollywood it, didn't bring the trophy. Oh, that was yeah, a mess. Yeah, that was a, that was a mess. Uh, we're st- yeah, uh, the king is still sending. So Hollywood was supposed to bring his trophy because he was the champion last year and he lost in the playoffs this year. But he wasn't coming to the draft, so he was supposed to drop it off to work to either me or X, and then he didn't. So, so King's coming in expecting to get his trophy, trophy and He's we're like, like, we had, we didn't communicate it properly. Like, I didn't <laughs> tell him it wasn't here before he got here. So he's like, yeah, I'm gonna come and get my trophy. <laughs> I'm gonna come get my trophy. And then we're like, <laughs> it's not. It's here. not here. What um, do you mean it's not? Yeah, and here. then he, so then he thought we were kidding, and he sat down and he relaxed. He was like, oh, what's up, man? Is the trophy in the car or something? No, it's, not, it's, not, it's here. not here. It's, it's not, not here. here, yeah. It's not here, champ. <laughs> oh, so, he so hot. I should be getting my hands on the trophy tomorrow and hopefully delivering it to the champ sometime this week. I, would, I don't mind going to see the champ for a day. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> um, all right, but continue, Malkin, with draft recap. So, Majors goes on without a hitch. Not too bad. Like I said, Zoom meet, the Zoom thing worked out really well. No problem at all. However, mm-hmm. Zoom did not work out well for the miners. Well, that wasn't really the initial plan. So the initial plan was NFL. NFL.com, which app. is what we the app which we used last year, which worked great. Well, we did we always did outline drafts before. Yeah. So this year we NFL added the option to trade draft picks in the customized draft board. So we went to do that and it got completely fucked. So with the with the way the NFL draft works, you couldn't log on to the draft board. Even the commissioner could not log on to the draft board a half hour before until a half hour before the right. draft. Right. So you can't get. So we couldn't see what how fucked up it was until a half hour before everybody thought they were going to draft. So we finally get onto the draft board, and it did. It's not just a mess. Update the draft picks. Like yeah, all. it didn't update the draft picks. Like yeah, like one of our keepers, like our second keeper, and as our first round pick, except for. So he had it looked like he had like the first pick. Yeah. In your draft slot, it had you having like Daniel Jones as like your eighth pick. So you were like losing a draft pick. I already had Daniel Jones on my roster. right, and I'm like, yeah. what? Like it was just terrible. So we tried to do a Zoom meeting and do it through so Zoom off, because we were all like really like we were drinking the knot and we were drinking beers. So first off, 
Everybody, me. We were the only ones that said we shouldn't do this right now. (laughs) The only ones. We're the smart ones who (laughs) said, all right, this is a mess. Let's postpone. Let's let's postpone this. Let's see if we can figure this out. If not, we'll change it to Sleeper Bot, which which worked much better. And that way we can just do this. No problems. Nothing. Side note. I didn't want to put everything on Sleeper yet because we had never used Sleeper before and I didn't want to fully commit on both leagues just in case Sleeper was all fucked up and have everything all ruined on draft day. So the plan was to just fix NFL.com. But then everybody was like, no. No, we got to draft. draft We're drafting. We are drafting. Drafting. And I think the reason why everybody wanted to do it is because we're implementing a new system next year where you keep your team. The only changes you would make is that you would you would drop players and pick up rookies later. Yep. So this team that you're drafting is going to be your team. Yep. So everybody was super excited to do this. And it just did not it work. It did not work. So, so then we went on Zoom. All right, so then we went on Zoom and what happened? No nobody no, like could like nobody was like nobody prepared I, I could like look into like the draft board. Like yeah, everybody prepared nope. on the app. Nobody could go on the app and look at what like they their were queue draft. and shit like yeah. that, and nothing was being chosen off because we had suddenly changed it to an offline draft so out of nowhere. Nobody knew who we, who who everybody kept, and nobody knew who everybody was taking. NFL drafted our teams. Yeah. Did you see your team? Yeah, I did. I love my team. <laughs> I really, I have J.K. Dobbins and Henry Ruggs on my team. I hated. My I team. love my team. I'm like, can I keep this? I Dobbins and Rugs with those keepers I have. I already got well, four quarterbacks. The, that's the thing. Yeah, your team was all. Your team was, was already, already awesome. stacked. Yeah, I got Dobbins, Fournette, Barkley, Ingram. Oh, who did I? Uh, so and then I got Adams, Rugs, Odell, Landry. Like that's stacked. Man. Oh, it, it, it changed it back to. Uh, oh no, the only change that happened was. Uh, so I ha- I kept all my keepers and then I got Rob Bronkowski, I got Preston Williams, I got Keyshawn Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn's not bad. Not bad. Wait, who was your first round pick though? I don't know. It did, it Cam Newton. No, Cam Newton in real life was it, your first round pick. In real life was my first yeah. round pick. On here, I guess I don't know who it was. I all guess right. it was Gronk. It was probably Gronk. All right, let's. Con- that sounds terrible. Let's continue. <laughs> let's continue with yeah, draft it's, recap. It's, it's awful. Um, All right, so yeah, so that so that was a hot mess. That was a mess. So yeah, so nothing was updating. Nobody could get into anything. So we got through like the first round. What happened, Mucking? You tell a story. So we're getting through the first round, and then all of a sudden, fifty-fifty can't like do anything. He can't do anything. He's not getting like any kind of reception, like where he was. So he has no idea like who's taken, who who's. I think he. I think he ended up taking like two tight ends in a row or something yeah. like that. It it was a mess. Yeah, it was, was bad. Getting, he was getting hot. Yeah, it wasn't a good situation. So we ended up just deciding. All right, guys, this is stupid. This is dumb. We're done. Nobody's having fun. Yeah, nobody's having. And fun. that's like not nobody's like that's the point of fantasy football. Like we don't play for money. We play for like we have like. We uh, play like, for bragging rights and to have fun. And like the over the line league has a, like a empty whiskey trophy. I got twenty twenty trophy over there. Nice. Yeah, we drank it draft day. <laughs> and then we have uh, yeah, just bragging rights. Majors, we got the Amato. Hollywood, you better get fucking champion. Hollywood, where's the champ? Where's the trophy? 
get a, bah, bah, I get a bah, bah. message every day. Where's the trophy? Hollywood. So yeah, so that was trophy. all fucked up. So after the second round, I was like, all right, guys, we're shutting this down. Um, we're gonna go and we're gonna switch to sleeper. So the next day, I had to literally switch all sleeper. Oh, the thing went off. I was like, oh, this is a thing still on? Oh. <laughs> it changed to a slideshow of pictures. Oh, of the, oh yeah. the animals. Oh, that's pretty good. All right, cool. Let's, welcome to welcome to the lake house, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in case you haven't noticed, this isn't the most professional setup. Yeah, going this on is here. the best one. This is what we got. <laughs> we got camcorder. I hope that thing's still on, too. That thing got fucked up last week, too. <laughs> um... <laughs> You guys might be only only able yeah, to see like half of it. Ha half of the video. Just make sure you got audio on. Um, yeah, so that draft was fucking nuts. But I thought, in all in all, on draft day two, the so miners draft went very smooth. It did. So the on next sleeper, day, everybody, if you if you're tired of your fantasy football platform, try out sleeper. Is awesome. We haven't gotten to the season yet, but I really like the vibe. I think it's simple. Um, I think they give you a lot of options. There's some hiccups, like, you know, we couldn't do so, the... Yeah, the, the one thing I will say about SleeperBot is that when you first go on there, if you're, if you're using it for draft purposes and for your fantasy football purposes, it is confusing on how to... Like, oh, navigate it at first. It is, is, yeah. Very confusing. But at once first. you figure it out, it is very accessible and very it is. manageable. And they have a lot of options. A lot of options. Um, I like the avatars you could do. Yeah. And I, then I also, I gotta figure out how to get my own. Well, you gotta, uh, you gotta get cookies, and to do that, you gotta go in like I think people give you cookies for comments that you like on like chat. Uh, so they like it's cool. So they kind of use that as social media platform, fancy football platform, so has a community this, there. So gotta, yeah, the social media aspect of Sleeperbot is pretty cool. Too. I re I really like it is because we're sending gifts, we're talking trash on the chat already. I think it's really they did a really good job with that app, and it really it made our dynasty draft work a lot smoother, and hopefully they continue to improve. Yeah. Um. So we had our Miners fantasy football draft, and then a couple days later, you know, you're just playing the waiver wire, a player that I actually, you know, kind of – so we have the two-quarterback league. Um, you know, bench is pretty big. Well, we got a nine-spot bench. We've bench is a, pretty big. We have a huge roster. Yeah, it's 22-man roster. Um, we had IDT, IDP player this year, which is I th I'm excited I am, for. I'm loving, yeah. Um, and I really hey, like Lambo. my I really like my defensive player I got, too. Um, so – with that big roster, a player I really like is Lynn Bowden out of uh, Vegas Raiders. He was uh, John Grudem called him like a, you know, like a cord receiver back or something like that. Like he like something like he's like every position. So I like so that for like, our flags for our double quarterback. So like he's like Taysom Hill. Basically. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's actually like something that's going to be like a new age, like a positionless player. Like I think teams are starting to look for that. I think the Eagles are going to use. Jalen Hurts like that. Um, Taysom Hill, we've seen use like that. I can see the Raiders using Mariota and um, Lynn Bowden like that because yeah. the Titans already use Mariota like that in that aspect. And I, and I, I think, you know. Catch his own pass. Right, exactly. Like, I, I think, like, a position, I think teams are going to start looking for, you know, a couple of those positionless players that they can, you know, start tricking people with, you know, so out the – you know, start running more of like an AFL style offense, college style, because that's what seems to be working in Kansas City. Well, yeah, and then and they see it worked in New Orleans with Taysom Hill. Right. I mean, they bring him in, and it's almost always a successful. Yeah, except uh, Drew Brees can't seem to win a playoff game. Yeah. 
Hey, man. Um, okay. So we had that, and we want Sleeper, and I noticed Scuba Steve dropped Cam Akers in the minors for Justin Jackson, who I dropped for Lynn Bowden. <laughs> like, Justin Jackson's, like, Los Angeles Chargers, like, number three running back right now. Like, I th- like I, don't get me wrong. I think Justin Jackson, Dynasty, Deep League, Austin Eckler isn't as promising. You know, Josh Kelly has never really done much. I think he is a promising player, but I'm going to – I'm not going to drop Cam Akers for him. Exactly. The the guy who's probably going to end up with the starting job. Right, at least halfway through Right, exactly, Mucking. next year. Yes, you hit the nail right on the head. But I, I think pers- Daryl Henderson's hurt, and I, I think that there's no, they don't have time for that in Los Angeles right now. No, you know? they need to win now. They need to win now they have a lot of studs. They have a lot of contracts coming up. They have a lot of old guys, and they just went to the Super Bowl two years ago, and they're trying to keep that culture going. Um, Daryl Henderson's not the guy it seems right now. Malcolm Brown, I have him in the majors. I really like Malcolm Brown. Um, he was the shining back on their team last year. Yeah. So why wouldn't he be this year? Especially with them getting rid of Gurley, and he's still in the mix. And you got a rookie and a hurt guy. Like, yeah. do the math, people. Come on. That's all I got about that. Drop Cam Akers. Um, and then, so then. So, uh, so what do it you starts. Think, what do you think of realistic? I didn't put a price on him because I knew somebody was going to blow their load on it. Right. But what do you think a realistic price would have been for Cam Akers? Like a realistic price for what he's worth right now compared to what he'll be worth in the future? Rookie running back, I would say like 35, 40. That's what, that's what, and that's what I put on him. So for so for those of you who are I put thirty four oh yeah we do we, fab bidding in uh in the minors I think we should trade switch over to fab in the majors I love fab I, I this is the first time I've or last year was in the minors was the first time I've ever used drama it. I love adds drama because you all get to compete for a player yeah so I put like thirty I ended up putting thirty two on him X put thirty three on him uh Papa put forty or something Papa put sixty one uh ink. Gold Tom put zero dollars on me. <laughs> he's stupid. just trying his best. He's just trying. He's just out there trying, man. You can't. You can't fault him. At least he tried to pick him up. Tall Tom put eighty five dollars. And for and just so everybody Cam knows, Akers. and just so everybody knows, our limit is one hundred. A hundred dollars. So he blew his eighty five. Literally eighty five percent of your budget. And here's the problem I have. And here's the big problem I have with it. If you want to, if you want to go all in for a player who you think is going to be worth it in the future, okay, I get that. But Tall Tom's got a good team this year. Right. He's, he's already. He's, probably, he's already going to compete for the championship. Plus, you're going into a season with COVID. Right. You know players are either going to contract it or right. get injured. Right. Exactly. Mucking, so, I didn't even think about that. That's an amazing point. Like you're gonna need that money this year more than ever. Screwed. Yeah, because does, doesn't he only have, he have fifteen dollars left now? Doesn't he only have two quarterbacks? Oh, I don't know about that. That would be a very unfortunate. I'm gonna look that up right yeah, now. Yeah, go ahead, Muck. So have, all right, he so might have, he, he might have three. Here's my here's what here's where my thought process was. My thought process was. He has two quarterbacks. Wow. He has Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, and his backups are um, Jalen Hurts and um, Jordan Love. Um, I'll trade you uh, – tell Tom I'll trade you Jordan Love for $5. <laughs> 
I'll give you five real dollars, or I'll give you five fake dollars, and, fake two, dollars. and two real dollars. Seven dollars total. You think I mean, about that one. Let me know. Burn, burn, burn. I can send it over. If uh, uh, the one thing I will say, if Rogers goes down, he has the backup. Right. <laughs> that, was that the strategy? That's, that's good the strategy, strategy there. Good job. <laughs> yeah, great job. Good, good thinking there. But no, I mean, Malkin, your point was amazing. But my, like, you don't put all your eggs in the basket. Um, one one player, player doesn't win you a championship. Do you know the players that win you a championship? The waiver wire players. Yes. The, you don't know who's going to be good until the season starts. Like, yeah. you need that money. That's why I'm like, all right. $32, that's a lot of money. That's 30% of your budget. You, you got 16 weeks of fantasy football. After that, you're stuck to like $2 a week. Yeah. yeah so, so, I can't. He, he's, he's not going to – you're, you're going to pick up like shoestring shoe players. Yeah. Like, like he started out 0 and 11 last year. And I wouldn't be surprised if he starts out hot this year and then just completely – Fucking collapses at the end. Yeah. yeah, because you need you need that money for those players at the end of the exactly. year. Exactly, and and just because you start out the year with a great team doesn't mean you're gonna end the year with the great. Right, because they could all get hurt. They, they could all get, get hurt, COVID, or, or they, they could just suck. They could just suck. I started a, a previous years. This was like a long time ago. I started out the year fantastic. It was oh, I remember the year it was. It was um. It was Deshaun Watson's rookie year because I mm. got him on the waiver wire. And my, and my team was fantastic. Yep. And then Watson got hurt. Yep. And then a couple other players got hurt. Mm -hmm. And I didn't pick up the right players. And my team went to the tank. Tank. And I didn't even make the playoffs. So I was in first place in that league. That's that's a good lesson to learn, Malkin. So, yeah. Now, don't blow... Don't put all your eggs in a basket in fantasy football. That's why I didn't like, even I understand, bidding and, for him. Well, and, like, and I understand that point. I mean, I understand the point. I mean, I'm always going to bid. I'm never going to overpay um, okay. for a player. That's my strategy in fantasy football. I'm I just knew unless I if, like, Unless the only time I'm – I'm never going to overpay unless if I feel like I'm not overpaying, unless I feel like they are worth that. Like, yeah. people might think they're asking for a lot, and I'm like, no, this player is worth that. Like, you will see. But um, in your position, you shouldn't overpay because you just won the championship. Well, I lost last year, but I was in the championship. Won two years ago. Pop-Pop won last year. Oh, that's right. He Pop beat me. That's right. Pop-Pop Motherfucker. Pop he has 2019 not. Um, so, yeah. That's what we think. Jesus Christ, Tall Tom. Who do you think had the surprise pick in the minors this year? The surprise pick. The surprise pick, yeah. Ooh, I got to go back to draft day. Yeah. Um, let me reflect on that for a second. All right, go ahead. My surprise pick in the minors would probably be Pop Pop trading me Calvin Ridley to take Justin Herbert at the 2.2 spot. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was pretty crazy. Because Calvin Ridley, I really like Matt Ryan this year. Yeah. And who and Julio is only getting older and Calvin Ridley's already proven himself. Like, I was hurting on receivers. Like, I didn't want to show it, but I only had Devontae Adams, Odell Beckham, and Jarvis Landry. I had two players from the same team. Those are my only three receivers going into it, and yeah. then he hands me Calvin Ridley, and then I draft Henry Ruggs, and then all of a sudden I'm fine at receiver. Yeah. 
I'm so fine. I even drafted Alan Lazard. I got two receivers on the same team. Two, that would, two. That would, that would, we'll, we'll talk Lazard about that. Yeah, King. We'll talk about, He's like my favorite player. We'll talk about um, Lazard later, yeah. So that was it in the minors. You still thinking? Do you want me to move on to the majors? Yeah. I can move on, on to the majors. My, my is probably what you're going to say is la, pop up or pop up champ taking uh, Lazard so early. Yes. Like I thought he was going to drop to, I thought he was going to be one of my last players taken and champ took him in like the third fucking round. He did. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you, dude. Like that's my fuck. Like that is who, like I had two guys, like I had Jakeem Grant, which I didn't mind saying because like nobody else cares about him and nobody else still cares about him. But watch Fitzpatrick just went down. Watch Tua and fucking Jakeem Grant. I'm telling you this shit's about to happen. Um, Lazard. That was my other guy. Yeah. That was my other sleeper. And I didn't tell a single soul. I just loved him. I was like, he's a number two receiver. I watch every single Packers game. Yeah. Like, I saw him. I like I like Lazard. Like, I, when I see a good – like, I, and I am very – I understand that I am very biased with Packers. Like, I picked Josh Allen over Aaron Rodgers in the majors this year because I really – I feel like I'm biased to the Packers to a fault almost. Like, I'm like – do I like this player because they're so talented? Yeah. Or do I like him because he's a Packer? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm an Eagles fan. I drafted Boston Scott in the majors. Well, I mean, that's not a bad – because he is a legitimate number two running back. Yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah, with Lazard, it's just I, I, really, I really like his reliability. I really like um, – I really think that him and Aaron Rodgers ha are on the same page. I think they, uh, they have a connection. And that's what you're looking for in a wide receiver is a connection with the quarterback. And he's going he's gonna to get a lot of single coverage with Devontae Adams. With Devontae the Adams, side. and they don't have fucking anybody else. Exactly. They got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. So Lazard is automatically just going to jump up to that number two spot. I was really surprised with how early people were drafting A.J. Dillon, too. Yeah, I was. Like, I mean, he, I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be a touchdown vulture, but he's going to be one of those players, I feel. He's going to have to get a touchdown to give you points. Right, and you don't know which week that's going to be. Exactly. It's going to be like a Patriots running back almost. Yeah. Where I, Aaron Jones, he's a 1A, man. They're not going to – where are they not going to give him a, the rock in a contract year? Yeah. It's like, what you got, man? Where are you going to give us for the next four years if we sign you for this fucking – they're going to have to sign him for 90, close to 100 million. Yeah, four or five years. Yeah, exactly. So. so they're gonna they're gonna run him into the ground. Exactly, they're gonna see what he has because he gets hurt just about every year. Yeah. All right, who you got for your surprise picks? Um. He's got nothing. Yeah. I, We're I, moving I, on. Moving on. All right. Oh, sorry, I was. You're fine. That That's fine. It's okay. I didn't really. I just edited it when I got home late tonight. <laughs> I still have to eat the crabs that X gave me. They were burm, good. Burm, burm, I, I know. I bet. Yeah. I'm good. gonna eat a few of them. Um. All right. So, Malkin, what was your strategy going into the draft? Which one, majors or minors? Both. Let me hear Both. it all. Yeah, okay, let so me hear. Tell, tell America. So majors, uh, I went over this a little bit earlier. I wanted to get a running back. I right. wanted to get another running back that I, that I could rely on because I was happy with Mark Ingram and Sonny Michelle, but I wanted something else. Because those are two and three running backs, exactly. let's be honest. I mean, yeah. Gurley is necessar not necessarily a one, but he can be a one. He can be a one. I'm banking on him being a one. Uh, and not that I think I'm going to win in the majors this year, but I want to make some impact. Right, exactly. Um, you got to make splash first year. So, Going there like the night, like uh, the ve like Vegas, baby exactly. Vegas. <laughs> so my my strategy was go in, get a running back. I did that with my first pick, so I was happy with that by trading my first pick and then getting uh, for Gurley and then getting him. 
So then my strategy from there on was, okay, well, I already have good receivers. I got – I had Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. I had Julian Edelman, which I don't know. He could be, like, good or bad this year. Devontae but Parker. I got Devontae Parker, which I was happy with. Um, so my receivers were already pretty good. And I had Russell Wilson, uh, yep. which I definitely wanted. When I yeah. when when that when the whole when I was picking my six players, I wanted, I was really hoping I could get either Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson, who I think are either three or four as far as quarterbacks go yep. in the league. I wanted to have that set, so I got that, and then I wanted to build for the future. I really, really wanted to get Daniel Jones, and I got him. Nice. So I was so happy that I was able to get him. Yeah, but Russ said he's going to play another 15 years. What was that? Russell said he's going to play another 15 years. He's not playing another 15 years. That's what he said. Well, you know, if Daniel Jones can can, can uh, control those fumbles, I uh, I think he's going to have a really good year this year. I don't. I think you're a little focused on quarterbacks, man. To be completely honest, I love my quarterbacks. Yeah, but it's the mine. It's the majors, man. This I is know. the majors. This is the bright lights. But but so yeah, so minors is more quarterback right. centric. But uh, but I still wanted a good backup for the majors. Right. Um, I, I, I value quarterbacks. I know a lot of other people don't, but I, I like quarterbacks. I think you should have a good quarterback as a starter and a reliable backup. I got my reliable backup. Yep. Another player I really wanted and who I got who um, I think was going to have a good year is Darius Slayton from the Giants. Again, another – and to have that combo uh, with uh, – Jones Alex, and Slayton. Jones and Slayton could help and I got Slayton and I was really happy about that um so my as far as my um strategy was for the majors since I got Gurley I just wanted to go for balance yep I wanted to go for balance I wanted to get some good receivers here I wanted to get some good running backs here I was able to get Boston Scott who was the backup for the Eagles I like I said I got Slayton uh who else did I get give me one second and I can let you know um I got um, I got I got uh, Duke Johnson, who I was happy with because uh, David Johnson's backup. David Johnson's backup. I mean, you Johnson and Johnson in, with his injury history, you never know if he's going to go down. I got John Brown, a uh, thousand yard receiver last yep. year. Um, he might not do it again, but I mean, that's a good. Dig's going to be doubled. I really like my tight end situation because I got. I got Hunter Henry, and then for the backups, I got Jer- um, yeah, I like Gerald, that. E- Gerald Everett yep. and Will Disley. Yep, I like that too. I got Disley because he's a stud when he's out there. When he's healthy, he's gonna give you probably twenty points a game. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So he's no really when Disley's healthy, he's a top five tight end. But his issue, he's a lot like he's like Tyler Eifert. Yeah, like he's out there, he's balling. Like Jordan Reed, he's out so, there, he's balling. But so, he, some of those some of those tight ends just can't hold up, man. So my strategy with the tight ends was get some good ones and then maybe use them as trade bait. Uh, we'll see about tight ends as trade. Tight ends are undervalued in the majors, and so are quarterbacks. Um, running backs are overvalued. Receivers, I, I said it um, to Bukowski, the guy that we helped win the championship the other day. Receivers are what win you championships, man. Yeah. Receivers, I mean, yes, you have, like, the, the big games, but when you have really good receivers that get you that consistent 15 floor to, you know, 30, 35, 40-point ceiling a game – like, when you're starting out 40 points a game, how many points do you need to win? Like, the majors, we need, like, 180 points to win. But exactly. you're talking about 30%. You're talking about, what, a quarter of it at least. No, not about a fifth of it from a one fifth, player. Yeah. When you have a 10-man roster. 
So when you have a couple of those, the points just add up. Like running backs, yes, they're great to have. Running backs are a fantastic trade bait. Um, and running backs can, because you know, they can beat you both ways. Well, they get you the most. They get the most touches. You know, they're they're typically guaranteed points when you get a running back one. Yeah. You know, you're in, all right. This guy's gonna get twenty touches if he gets five yards of carry, a couple catches. He's gonna get you twenty points, and then that's twenty percent of your score that you need to get to. Um, but my strategy going into the majors was at first. When I had so I had Melvin Gordon, I traded him straight up to Pop Pop for the 1.8 pick when I was drafting 1.10. So then I had two first round picks. So then I had two running backs and I was keeping three receivers. And I still knew, like you knew, going into that 1.6 pick, that I was not going to get a stud running back. Yeah. I was like, you know, essentially, initially, um, I told Pop Pop I was going to go for Carry On Johnson because I do believe in Carry On this year. I think he's a cheap value. I think that he's going to get touches. He's going to be a first and second down back at least, and he is a good football player. He was hurt last year. The Lions did not have a good backup running back, and that's why they went out and got a, a really good backup running back, DeAndre Swift, which they're going to see more than a backup. He's, I'm, gonna, I'm assuming, obviously, you know what happens when you assume, yeah. um, that on Johnson is going to have the first and second down role, and DeAndre Swift is going to be more of like a Joik Bell or Reggie Bush or some kind of that role there. Third down back, passing Pass back, catching. gets the outside, stretch runs. Um, Vulture but, a couple touchdowns. Right, I think, but I think they're both going to be good this year. I think they're going to focus more on the run. I mean, who, they have three good receivers, but that's really it, and who knows what's going on with Stafford week to week. Yeah. Um. But then, really thinking about it, I thought about receiving receivers winning me championships. You know, having a 1-8 and a one ten could get a Henry Ruggs. Might be able to get a Jerry Judy. Probably won't get C.D. Lamb, but I could get, you know, a Rager. And I was going in, and I was like, I'll get freaking Judy and Ruggs right now. I'll get uh, Ruggs and McLaurin right now. 1-8 and one ten. Are you kidding me? Locked in. I got five stud receivers, and I'll just get a couple chump running backs. Whatever. Um... But then B-Man offered me that trade. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. It ended up being, <laughs> I said it earlier, a 1.3 B-Man's and a 2.5, which he got from Pop Pop, which he wanted those two first-round picks because he wanted receivers for that 1.8 and that 1.10. So knowing I was at that three pick, draft strategy changes. You got to change your draft strategy. You got to think on your toes. You got to realize this is where I am now. This isn't, or you got to understand, this is how these people are drafting that I'm drafting with. Um, so knowing the first two backs off the board, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Jonathan Taylor, I make my decision. J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, or DeAndre Swift. Who's my favorite? Just told you what I thought about DeAndre Swift. Told you what I thought about Cam Akers earlier. J.K. Dobbins, I think halfway through the season, he could start to pick it up. I think if J.K. Dobbins was a stud at Ohio State, and I, I'm telling you, like, I'm not an Ohio State fan, but I love Ohio State players. Yeah. I love Ezekiel Elliott. I love Michael Thomas. Like, those are, you know, I, you know the Bosa twins. Twins. Bosa brothers. Um, Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins. Like, they're, like, Ohio State players, like, they come they into the NFL. NFL pro players. ready, like yes. it's just on almost the same level as Bama to a point. Um, so J.K. Dobbins, 
being in there with Mark Ingram, who I think really helped Kamara. Which is another reason why I wanted to get another running back because I feel like Mark Ingram could take a down. Right. Exactly. To to J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins. Right. And I think he will at some point. But I also look at the way he did it with Kamara in New Orleans. They were both top five running backs for a few weeks of that season, for a few weeks of Kamara's rookie season. J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram might be able to do that. Like, he's done it before. Why can't he do it again? It's been a couple years, but it's only been a couple years, and he hasn't showed any signs of slowing down. Yeah, Mark Ingram was fantastic last year. He didn't start getting – I mean, even to this point, he's always been in in the RBBC. Like, he's never really gotten more than 250 carries a season. Yeah. Like, he stayed protected, and he's always run hard, and he's a professional. He didn't start going until his fifth year in the league. And he's a a between-the-tackle guy, so he's going to get the touchdowns. Right. So And so Dobbins spreads him out, a little bit more catching him. I mean, having having Lamar in the backfield, too, it's just... It might actually, in the beginning of the season, it might be more beneficial for Ingram. Oh, I think Ingram is going to start out hot and like I said like starting four five six Dobbins is going to start getting more in the mix Dobbins is going to start out slow but I think he's going to be the man ultimately kind of the kind of how Miles Sanders happened how a lot of the best ones do it that's how Todd Gurley started too like he yeah. didn't start going until week four and then he had like a 30 point game um so yeah so then I went and got Dobbins then I had two picks in the second round because I got the second round pick instead of the first so then I went with carry on Johnson I actually did get my the guy I wanted, and then I went Nikhil Harry, um, second year receiver, New England, very hurt last year, yeah, disappointing rookie, season. disappointing rookie season with Tom Brady, but working out with Cam in the off season, Bill Belichick offense, they didn't address the receiver position at all. They lost receivers really. They lost Philip Dorsett. I yeah. think they're going to be running a twenty-one offense, like a two running back, one tight end set, two receivers on the field. They just and then with Cam, a, they just drafted a tight end too. They're going to be running their that New England option offense is going to be something serious this year. I'm yeah. really liking Cam Newton. I got him in the majors. Well, well, yeah, I'll go into that a little more in the minors. Yeah. So yeah, what was your strategy going into the minors? So my strategy in the minors changed when you offered me that trade. Uh, so in the minors, I had three quarterbacks. Oh, right. He did. Uh, in the minors, I had three quarterbacks. I had Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, and Ben Roethlisberger, yep. who I was going to keep all three. Yep. But then Alex gives me a trade. He's like, hey, I'll give you Big Ben, and, or uh, I'll want Big Ben from you. I'll give you Raheem Mostart and T.Y. Hilton. Yep. So I thought about it for a little while, and I was like, you know what? I could use T.Y. Hilton. Mm-hmm. He's like a he, he's a number two receiver, but I needed, I needed like a, a receiver who could like – I feel like T.Y. Hilton can still take over a game. and I Yeah, especially over- with Phillip Rivers' big arm. And that, and that is what makes me excited about T.Y. Hilton this year. And I feel like I needed that receiver that could take over a game in the minors. So I needed that receiver. And then I need uh, desperately, more than a receiver, I needed desperately needed running backs in the minors. So right. with Raheem Mostert, yep. not, obviously not, he's a starting running back, but not really with San Francisco. But it's a starting option. I mean, you guys have to realize I was either starting last year. I was starting either James White or LaShawn McCoy with yep. my second running back starting option. So I needed somebody else. Saw the need. So I was and I, and of the three quarterbacks I had, Big Ben was like my was my number three. Like right. I didn't really care too much about him. Like he could have a really good year this year. Yeah, I think he could of, be. And he said he's looking for Lombardis. He lot, wants to play it for a few years. A lot of people are actually predicting Big Ben to have a big year, yep. but I was willing to give him up because. Kirk Cousins also had a huge year last year. Yep. I'm not willing to give him up, and I definitely don't want to give up Daniel Jones, who's a, a young player, 
promising, yep. and he's kind of like the – with the minors, with a two-quarterback league, I really wanted to keep him. So I wasn't giving him up. So I was like, all right, I'll give up Big Ben. Well, now the draft comes. Now I need a quarterback. So I was not going to get Joe Burrows. I knew that because yep. 50-50 had the number one pick. He's and he's a Bengals fan. He's a Bengals fan. He I says knew. he's an Eagles fan. He's yeah. a Bengals fan. And I, I had the fourth pick, but I knew I wasn't going to get him. So it was either I could reach for Tua or I could take what was you available. You think Tua is a reach? At four? I love Tua. I think that I think four is Tua. Do you remember what he was doing in Bama? I do. He wasn't he was doing things that you had never even like seen quarterbacks ever do before. But I And at a, Bama, the last good quarterback Bama had was like Joe Namath. I know. <laughs> it's like he was doing something in the system where they don't do that. But I also need a quarterback that could start that starts. Yeah. Down. Tua might be the starter. Well, now two in the money. Two with Jakeem Grant. I'm telling you, it's happening. Burr, burr, burr. But I didn't foresee Ryan Fitzpatrick getting injured. So, I kind of see that. Yeah. He but, doesn't play a full year. So I took what was available for me, which was Cam Newton. I think that's a great pickup. I mean, that, that's, that, that is by far not a reach. Dude, he has at least six years left in his career. Exactly. As, as long as he has a good year this year, which I think he does. Like, he's going into New England as a professional. Like, I love Cam Newton, man. Like I, I've, I've always had such a respect for that guy. Like he, like I really feel like even that you know monster season that he had, where he had like over thirty passing touchdowns and like sixteen year. rushing touchdowns, and he won MVP. Who was he throwing to? Nobody. Like he was throwing to Philly Brown and like <laughs> fucking. I mean, I don't even remember any of the other receivers. You wasn't, that, wasn't that Calvin Benjamin's rookie year or something? Yeah, but he was hurt all the time. Remember, yeah. Calvin Benjamin wasn't even playing. He was throwing Greg Olson. That's who he was throwing to. He didn't have any running backs. They had like a three running back set too. Like yeah. I can't even like remember the players. Like I'm really trying to think. Like Steve Smith wasn't even there. No, Steve Smith. And he was threw not over there. thirty touchdowns. It's like. And now you guys like his shoulder was gone. Yeah, it was it was done. Like he didn't have a shoulder anymore. Like imagine trying to throw a football without a shoulder. Guess what? Can't need the Not shoulder. Possible. The shoulder is what throws it. Yeah, like the arm is attached to the shoulder, and that's what throws it. Oh yeah, I know. My shoulder's killing. Yeah, I'm telling right you, man. That's why we don't slap that anymore. It's feeling better. It's feel actually. It's my yeah, left my left shoulder. I was Jeff for that. Feeling better now. Jeff for that right hand slap. No, but I love Cam. I think Cam's great. Um. I thought that was a great pickup. I was kind of hoping he'd fall to me, and then I saw Tua, like, drop in. I just told you I love Tua. Yeah. I was like, if I can get Tua, I will rock five quarterbacks right now because they're really the realistic reason. Like, and I was offering and a lot of me, trades. Don't get me wrong. I love Tua also. Right. Like, you just was, didn't want to draft him fourth overall. I didn't want to draft him fourth overall <sighs> with Cam Newton. Maybe you should draft. Uh, yeah, I guess. Cam Newton has a bunch of years left on him as and long as he has a good year this year. Exactly. So, uh, So that was – my major strategy was just getting right. the quarterback, and then I didn't have a second-round pick. Right. Because I got— I You traded Christian Kirk, which was a good trade. Which, I yeah, last year, which I which I was still happy about. Uh, took a little bit of a backseat this year because they traded for— DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, but— I'm telling you, man, they don't run any tight ends. They're going to run a 20 offense this year. Yeah, so I'm still I'm still high on Christian Kirk. Yeah, like they're going to have, have they're gonna have 3,000-yard receivers this year. They might. I mean, I don't know if Larry's going to get 1,000, but Kirk and DeAndre are getting 1,000. Yeah, I think this is the year Larry finally takes a backseat. Yeah, I mean, but that's fine because you have— Like, imagine how good Christian Kirk's going to be next year with Larry Fitzgerald not there. You know, You, you know, have two— Hall of Fame receivers in front of you teaching you how to play a game of football, exactly. and you're already a stud. You know you know what I think Larry could do, though? He could be a touchdown vulture this he year. He could be, very much so. And, I, I mean, I got Kyler Murray. Yeah. Uh, that was my trade last year. I got Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray and— Kyler Murray this year. I 
Kyler Murray might win an MVP yeah. this year. I got Kyler Murray and Saquon Barkley for Lamar Jackson, and I'm never looking back. That's a good like trade. that is that is a fantastic trade that's every any day of the week. Par- yeah, that's a good pickup on your part. So the, the rest of um, the rest of my strategy, as far as the miners were concerned, was to just get young. Right. To to draft some rookies because it is a dynasty league now. Because it's yeah, because it is a dynasty and. But you can't get too hyper focused on going young because some those old players are going to get you points. They're still old. They're going to get the ball. Yeah. Oh, I ha- I have the old players. I'm like I mean, if you're that. real, like if you drafted already, or if you're doing, um, I mean, it's still draft season, so I'm sure a lot. I mean, we have like what forty listeners, so I'm sure maybe some of these listeners are still <laughs> drafting. Um, but. Like Frank Gore. We're hearing fantastic news about Frank Gore. Yeah. You got, like, three running backs, and you didn't draft your first one until you're, like, you're sitting with, like, Todd Gurley, James White, and, like, fucking Keyshawn Vaughn. Go draft Frank Gore in the last round. Yeah. What's it going to hurt? You got to throw somebody in there. You might get 15, 20 points. He usually finishes as RB10. Exactly. Because he gets, like, 15 points a game. Yeah. Another, again, another hard rusher. He's probably going to get those touchdowns. Better than being zero. Exactly. Um, so my so my focus was to just go younger. So I drafted a lot of rookies. Right. So I drafted A.J. Dillon. Um, yep. I drafted Brian Edwards uh, from Las Vegas. I got Chase Claypool out of Pittsburgh. Not like number one rookies, but rookies in their own right. Right. Hoping some of them are going to pan out because this is a very deep league. Right. And it is. I 22 aff- roster spots with 12 teams. I can afford to take those players knowing that I already have starters going for Right. Me. So I'm taking a chance doing that, hoping some of them pan out. I picked up Alex Smith because why not? Yeah. Hey, you know, Dwayne Haskins really sucks. Ryan Rivera wants to throw him in there. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I got uh, I got Jordan Howard because I think he might do something in the beginning you of the season. You love Jordan Howard. I think he'll do something in the beginning of the season, <laughs> not so much later. Uh, so Jordan Howard's kind of like, all right, I'll pick him up, keep him for four weeks, then probably get rid of him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's who I got. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for my team in the minors. I think uh, – I oh, I just missed out on making the playoffs last year. I think this year, uh, with Daniel Jones going into his second year, that I, I I like I like the team I have this year. Yeah, no, I mean then, you're, I, I, I like the, both your teams, honestly, Muckin. And then if I make the right waiver wire pickups, I th- I, I think this year I have a good shot in the minors to make a playoff run. Hey, we'll see. Not not win the whole thing, but make a run. Hey. It's good. It's good to manage expectations. I'm going. I'm going for win the whole thing in both the majors well, yeah, and the minors. Your, your team is set for that. Um, the minor. My minor strategy was so I started out with. Sorry, Lambo. I started out with the trade to you because I looked at my keepers and I. It looked like I was gonna drop either Raheem Mostert, Ronald Jones, or T. Y. Hilton. I had 13 keepers on 12 keeper league. So I was like, I need to trade two for one. So we ultimately traded, like, what? Um, Raheem Mostert and T.Y. Hilton for Big Ben and, like, LaShawn McCoy. McCoy. Who you were just going to drop. Yeah, who I just dropped anyway. I really asked him for Eli Manning. Like, I was just going to drop him anyway. Um, So with that strategy, I was like, all right, I lose uh, ultimately a receiver or a running back. I didn't know who I really wanted to keep between the two anyway. Um, And I gained a quarterback, which is – Ultimately, the most valuable position in that league because it's a two-quarterback league. Yeah. Um, and it's Big Ben. You know, he's an older quarterback. He didn't play for Muckin last year. I know he didn't have a lot of attachment 
for to him. So I was like, I'll take him as my fourth quarterback. So now I'm sitting with Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Dwayne Haskins, Big Ben. You're set for quarterback. I am set for quarterback. So I'm going into this draft set at quarterback. So 1.11 pick, I take Henry Ruggs. Bam, off the board. I only had Devontae Adams, Adele Beckham, Jarvis Landry. You needed a receiver. Need a receiver. Second round, that pop-up trade. He, I said, I'll trade you this second round pick for Calvin Ridley right now. And he's like, hold on, let me see. Let me see who uh, Boom Guy takes. Then Boom Guy went Judy and Rager. And then Papa was like, all right, I'll trade you. And he went Herbert, which I'm like, whatever. I like Herbert and Hard Knocks, but I don't think he's going to really have, do much. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do much. I really don't like him um, that much. Um so then I got Calvin Ridley, and then I had another pick in the second round. Who did I go there? I don't even remember. But then I just went for balance after that. I just went, you know, I wanted the best player available. After that, I went Sony Michelle in the second round, which is okay. He's on the POP. I didn't really like it that much. So I kind of yeah, but that far in the draft, I mean, right? Like, it's like the fourteenth round. Yeah. Yeah. So Sony Michelle, he's a starting running back. I was like, I got. I mean, now I have a lot of running backs. So I liked my draft there. I like my depth position. I, you know, like a lot of. There's a lot going on out there, man. There, there's. I'm. I'm. I just want to start. I you know, know I, and I. I just want. The, the season to start. I want to see how my team's doing. I want to wake up on Monday mornings and see where I stand. Am I winning? Am I losing? How many players do I have going tonight? How many players do they, do they have going tonight? I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, and now that I'm in the majors, I, I'm so Oh, I can't wait. I, I'm so happy that you had me play uh, play. Um, you requested champ. it, champ. We champ. won. Let's see how you let's see how you hang, so Muck. In two, so the separate leagues. It's not the majors and minors league, but uh, Champ has another fantasy football league that I'm a part of. Right. that we've been doing for the past two years. He has never beat me. Oh, really? Never. Wow, Champ. Have we found? Your crypt tonight. This is why I request. Oh my god! If Champ goes starts off zero and one, I would be flabbergasted. Holy cow! Cannot wait. Are there any players you feel like you missed out on? Yes, both leagues. I really wanted Bryce Love, actually. Yeah, I like Bryce. I only like the one comment. I'm hearing Gibson's getting a lot of action. Pop-Up offered me Bryce Love for Chase Edmonds. I kind of started screwing with him and threw some picks in there. He didn't want to take it anymore. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't. You don't know, but I really – I I don't know. I just have a I feeling. I don't trust that Redskins back. The only players I really want from the Redskins is, like, Terry McLaurin. Yeah. That's, like, I all love, I want. I, I mean, love. and I love Dwayne Haskins on our two-quarterback – league like dynasty league like that's great quarterback to have he was one of my keepers in the minors yeah. i knew i wasn't gonna be able to get him in the majors oh uh, yeah he's drafted in the first round champ did champ yeah. drafted him in the first round that's a good sign yeah he he drafted he dra- i i was surprised he wait it was that long because champ had the last pick i'm surprised right. mclaurin waited you want me you asking me what was my surprise pick it was that mclaurin didn't go sooner in the first round, yeah. that like Rager and like Judy and stuff went in front of him. Yeah, yeah, but they look at rookies, man. It's dynasty. I know, I know but, but McLaurin's only for one year. year. I know. Year player. Ohio State. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's Ohio State players. Watch out for them. The only, the only, the only problem I have with uh, with him is is Haskins. 
I mean, he I, I, uh, Haskins, Ohio State, man. We'll see if he comes through with Ron Rivera. He was rocking Gruden last year, man. T- T- Gruden has ruined like every single quarterback there. Yeah, he has. Even the good Alex Smith, he broke his leg in half. <laughs> almost died. Robert Griffin, rookie of the year. Then, yeah, Done. then broke his leg. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah, I know. All these players, I'm telling you. Dwayne Haskins might make it. What rookie are you most excited for? I don't. I want to say him, but I don't want to say him because I don't want to sound like a homer. Jalen Ragor. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, like, yeah, but you're an Eagles fan. Like, why would you not be most excited for him? Uh, it's, it, but, and also, why wouldn't you be excited for him from a football ask point, aspect? Because you know the Eagles don't have he's any a shining, He's a shining light. Uh, he's, a, he's a shining ray of sunshine in a dark cloud of exactly. receivers. And you're rocking like Greg Ward. Alshon's like Alsh- going to start the year. Dude, fuck Alshon. Like, honestly. Like, would, fuck Ever since, Alshon, this is to you. I hope you, you're never going to listen or hear this, but fuck you because I lost the champ because of you, you fucking asshole. Zero points? Zero? I needed 12. You can't give me five catches and 70 yards to beat the champ, and then that's when the legacy begins. Fuck you, Alshon. And Kyle Rudolph, you can fuck yourself too. Yeah, that's how I really feel. Tell me how you really feel. I'm really excited for Henry Ruggs. I think he's another shining light and like a dark receiver. But like the thing is, I feel like he is going to make the other receivers better because they have Darren Waller, who was awesome last year. They have Tyra Williams, which wasn't bad, but they just didn't have that stud. Like if they have that stud, Derek Carr is going to be able to spread the ball around like he did when they had Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree. And Jared Cook, and they had a really good offense and were making the playoffs. So you want to talk about another player um, who I was disappointed I didn't get. This is like deep in the draft, but Hunter Renfro. Yeah, you really like him that much. I mean, that's another receiver there. I mean, but like the only I th- think he I think he's gonna. Well, take he's another slot team. receiver too, I though. Rugs yeah. is a slot now. Man, so we gotta say. I don't know. I think at the I think at the end of the year he kind of showed something. No, and I agree with you. I mean, he did a lot of work. Um, Lambo is itchy. He wants belly rubs. Lambo always wants belly rubs. Beer review. I'm ready. Go ahead. Let me know. I already told everybody what I think about it. I like it. Yeah, I it's good, it. right? Yeah. What, what's so, what, what's our rating system? I forget. Again? It's, it's uh, like men is the worst. Young, fast, and strong is the best. What's the one right before young? Fast? <sighs> Believer? Belie- believer. I'm a believer. You're a, I'm a believer. I'm a strong believer. Yeah, all right. That's good. Not and yet. Only, and, and the only reason I say that, the only reason it's not young, fast, and strong is because it's great, and I love hazy IPAs, but it tastes like pretty much every other hazy Oh, yeah. I think it's just like better than all the other hazy IPAs. Yeah, to me, it's just like all the others. It, yeah. It's really good. Really good can art. It, it, Double IPA. It. I almost gave it a young, fast, and strong just for the can. Young, young, fast, and strong, man. That's my that's my go. I know, and I know that I know it's what you like. Also, you gotta keep in uh, you gotta keep in mind that I am not a huge IPA guy. I like IPAs, and I, I like ha- I love hazy IPAs, but they're my probably my least favorite. Right, group. I agree. I know. Hey, I if we had more company, I was gonna get. Maybe I'll save it for next time. Should I say, or maybe I'll get it and I'll just say it. I was gonna get the. Uh, baked pumpkin ale from Lancaster. Ooh. Yeah, Lancaster Brewing. So I think that's what we're going to do next time. I'm going to have to hold us to that. I can't wait until colder We're going to start doing it. It's coming, man. 70s are coming like this week coming up. Delve into stouts, which are my second favorite brew. 
You got anything else, Mock? Um, I think we did I, a good job. I re- I really I, I I'm happy with both my drafts. You you tell me that you like both my drafts. I do, me, which makes me happy about them. Yeah, no, they they were good drafts. I'm telling you, like, you see what we deal with sometimes. Yeah. God bless them. <laughs> God bless them. Um, but no, I'm happy with that. Um, happy with the beer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just I, I hope. I, I, I really hope they go a full season, but I just don't think they're going I to. I think, I mean, I think. The only good. The honestly, good, I think COVID is not the worry right now. Yeah. Baseball's still going. Like, they're, they're still and going through and COVID. Yeah, and that, and that's, that is true. Baseball There's so much money been, in it. Baseball has not been affected the way I thought it was going to, and hockey has done amazing at right. it. They haven't had a positive. Oh, all the, all the bubbles have been great. The bubbles have been fantastic. But. What we have to watch out for now. Miami said they're going to allow people in the stadiums. For right. The so game. that's the problem. Yeah. That's a problem because that's how outbreaks start to go. But hopefully they don't last. But we have to watch out for racial injustice sitouts, man. Yeah. Like if we really want to talk about sports, if we really want to talk about fantasy football, that is what honestly I am more worried about ending the season than, than COVID. COVID. Is racial injustice sit out. Yeah. Because that's the people need right to now. get their fucking act together. Yeah. And that's yep. just it. But Are you this, ha- are you happy with your draft? Yes. Okay. I never I am I'm always you. I'm always happy with my draft. I, I do a lot of prep work. Um something I did like about Sleeper App and something that I am like I will always tell people before a draft you need to do prep work. You need to do multiple mock drafts. You need to have a draft queue, a list of players that you like. Because if you go off who the system likes. Never go off you're who going, the system Yeah, likes. like you're, you're just going off other people's opinions. And it's like, that doesn't work for me. You I mean, have to have your own strategy. Right. It's like, oh, you think, all right, like they think Mike Evans is the fifth receiver, best fifth receiver. Or they think Chris Godwin's going to finish better than Mike Evans this year. Like, I might not think that, you know. Yeah. Um, they might think Kittle's going to have a better year than Kelsey. I might not think that, but I do think Kittle's going to have a better year than Kelsey. <laughs> I mean, Kittle's, like, the only guy there right now. Yeah. But, like, you know, things like that, like, you know, I, I am real, like, I am, a, like, fantasy football has brought it to a new level, but I have always been a football fan, um, grew up in a football family. Um, I understand football. I know the sport. I understand, you know, strategy and momentum and game plan schemes. Um and that's what makes fantasy so fun for me. But, yeah, do your own pre-work. Set up your own queue. Use Sleeper app because that shit rocks. Follow the write, OTL podcast. Write down your picks in case you can't draft. Yeah, in case you can't draft. And you got to go manual on the fly. Follow the OTL podcast on Instagram first. Second, you got to follow the OTLPC on Twitter. And then you got to search for the OTL podcast on YouTube, YouTube and like and subscribe this bitch because we're going global and you want to hop on the bandwagon. This is the OTL podcast. Yeah, little kids are telling us we need to get paid for yeah, this. Yeah, we need to get fucking paid. Subscribe. We're on Spotify now. Burr, burr, burr. Burr, burr, Spotify, burr. Apple Music, Google Podcasts, anything you fucking watch or listen to, we're there. We are accessible. Sign us out, Muckin. Good night, everybody. Over the line. Thank you.